Two Friends, Two Murders contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Nobody in an atmosphere like this has any contact with violence or walks in any fear. Except who knows what hides in the private jungle. Beyond any respectable door. Two friends, two murders. Welcome to Two Friends, Two Murders. Episode 11. We are just rocking it. And we're basically, we've made it because we have a disclaimer, which only cool podcasts have. That makes us really official. We're really cool. And actually, we just did it because the last one was a little risque. So we felt <laughs> that we need that moving forward. Yep. I can't believe it's June already. I know. It like literally sped by. June 2nd. Yeah. My birthday is in 23 days oh it's t- you're 26 right yep i'm no longer middle 20s i am now my late Ooh, 20s welcome and it's gonna shock it's so much i can fun. feel it in my bones already <laughs> but you know when it when it's june you think it's gonna be nice and warm outside and it's definitely not it's been the thunderstorms have been crazy they have been ridiculous the other day it like shook my house yeah and i was watching a scary movie by <laughs> myself while this thunderstorm was taking place and i was so scared that the power was gonna go out yeah and that i was just gonna be stuck upstairs by myself but i still slept like a baby so it obviously didn't affect me too much you know what can you do that's but yeah. yesterday when it was storming i was walking my dog and it was sunny which this is how utah works it was sunny and i was walking tootsie and we had to hide under a tree because all of a sudden it was like waterfall. Well, and the lightning, like the it, lightning is so bad. It's been wild. Like literally, I'll be sitting in like when I was sitting in my room and just like it, the flash, like yeah, I don't want to say lit up my entire room, but it was pretty fucking like close. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Well, and I don't know what it is about I two fifteen, which it's a freeway here in Utah for those who are listening out of state. But <laughs> if we have any out of state listeners, we do, of course. Yeah, but. I don't know what it is about I-215, but the rain is always worse mm-hmm. on I-215, because last night when me and Riley were driving home from Park City, it was like flash flood warnings, and then you get on I-15 and it's just completely clear. It's so weird. I don't know what it is, but you know what is exciting about it being a new week? I was just thinking of this. What? Mostly because I saw it on Instagram. Figuring out what the new cookie flavors are at Crumble. Oh, Crumble. I haven't had Crumble in probably four weeks. Because the only time I honestly eat crumble is when our work gets it for us. So, Lisa, get on it. Just <laughs> Come kidding. on. We're getting crumble deficiencies. I, it was even peanut butter two weeks ago, and I didn't get it. I don't know why we didn't just go and get the I peanut don't know. butter one. Last it week. it so good. It was like I wasn't into cake, any of the flavors last week. But I'm. we should probably go this week. I yeah. Think, I think it's a must. But, yeah. guys, this week we're talking about medical professionals who kill which, how freaking scary, like, this yeah. topic, like, I'll say that, like, a lot of the stories are kind of similar to one another with, like, their methods of, like, how they kill, you know, yeah. or at least, like, while I was doing the research, I saw that, but regardless, like, 
it's so freaky because like anytime you're like relying on a medical professional like you already have this assumption of trust with them yeah I feel like to like give you the best advice and just Mm -hmm. like that just thinking that there's like scary people like actually trying to harm you in that field is so like bizarre to me Well, I think a lot of people have a fear of being in surgery or something and waking yeah. up in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. And being able, just being paralyzed and being able to feel everything that's happening. Absolutely. That would be, it would literally be the worst. Like, even just the, um, what is it called when they put you under, like, the anesthesiologist yeah. or yeah. whatever? Like, that freaks me out so bad. Like, I hope I never have to get surgery, which I know I will eventually, right? Yeah. But, like... Because it's just, like, I hate the, like, thinking that you might not wake up or, like, just creepy stuff like that. Like, no. Like, what if they put in too much or, like, not put in enough? Like, yeah, they had to um, put Pongo to, like, put him, like, under while we were doing, like, he had to get, like, stitches on his paw. And I, like, literally started bawling. I was (laughs) like, I don't want him to be put under. Like, I hate it. Oh, I mean, animals fear the vet more than anything. Mm -hmm. So they see that door and they're like, oh, God. Yeah, the second they And then they come out totally changed, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Missing parts and everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. Zuko, like, gave me the worst look ever when I had to, like, drop him off to get neutered. He, like, death look. And then he was, like, mad at me for, like, a couple days after. And, like, him and Finn would just, like, cuddle and I'd be so upset. Yeah, Riley Riley has had to take our animals and drop them to drop them off because I literally cannot. Yeah, well, I won't do it again because it was, like, the worst. It's so sad. (laughs) But... Me and Kylie were trying to think of movies or shows that we've seen that kind of related to this, and she brought up a good point of the act. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. Ooh, it's so good. It's really good. I'd, what's the girl's name? Her uh, name Gypsy is... Gypsy Rose. Yeah, Gypsy Rose. I'm sure you guys have heard of her a little bit, but it's about a girl who is taking care of her mom, and she has, like, all these medical conditions, or so her mom yeah. says. Yeah. And then some things happen. Spoiler <laughs> alert. She kills her mother. Ah! Just kidding. She doesn't, but her lover does, who is the weirdest person ever. <laughs> he is pretty wild. Yeah. And then so they, like, run off to do their thing and then end up getting caught. But if you guys want to watch it, it's pretty good. It's on. I heard uh, there's a. Uh, Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. I heard there's a pretty good documentary with uh, her, I've seen too. it. Oh, you have? Yes. Is it good? What is it called? I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the actual scenes of her like being interrogated by police yeah and, it's and they're actually so interviewing her from prison yeah. right because she gets out in like yeah a year yeah or is it this well, year? well because she didn't actually get put right in, i think it was um she i don't only remember got, like, what she was charged for but it's because she didn't actually commit the crime right. she had less time which i think her, probably like conspiracy to yeah, murder or something yep. like that and her boyfriend i think got Life in life, prison. Yeah, I he, saw some article where he was like, "I still love her," and I was like, "Oh my god, he is so weird." In the videos, when you watch him, I don't remember him in the documentary. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I want to watch it because though. I think they focus on just her and her mom. Yeah, but it's weird to I watched that before the act came out. Oh, really? So it was kind of cool to kind of have that background and then see what actually happened in the beginning. Because obviously, in the documentary, they only show afterwards and kind of talk right. about it. But right, it's pretty good. You guys will have to go watch it. Do you? What was it on again? Do you remember? That's on Amazon. Okay, Amazon yeah. Prime. Yeah, this I'm definitely going to check that. Gotta out. Gotta love yourself some Amazon Prime. I do love Amazon Prime. All right. Well, I guess we can stop talking. Should we talk about some murder? Let's what is that do off it. of? Murder. Oh, <laughs> it's freaking on the Cat in the Hat. Have you seen that? <laughs> like I know that wouldn't be ago. one that you would think it's from, but it's when he's like playing the piano and he's like murder. <laughs> okay, well, like now I have to watch it. Oh. 
Just referencing all these movies. Anyways, I think I'm first today. <laughs> you are. <laughs> all right. I am talking about Jane Topan. Topan? I think. Topan. Could be Topan. Topani. We're really good with those last names, obviously. So <laughs> Names and talking in general, mm-hmm. we're like the best at. Oh, even in the first five minutes, me just talking to Kylie when she got here, I have, was a struggle bus. Yeah, just bear with us this episode. Like, me and Finn went to a mermaid party last night, <laughs> and like, you know your girl got wild, so. Kylie, you always be getting wild on us. <laughs> I'm like, the most what? wild my night gets is, guys, I had Mexican food last night. We went out to dinner. <laughs> That's a first. Did you get a margarita? No. <laughs> I thought about getting a pina colada, but I was also super sick last night. So yeah. I but yeah. my life just doesn't get exciting, so you can have the fun for the both of us. <laughs> I mean, the I, most boring person out you. there. You're, you are not. You play <laughs> Game of Thrones Monopoly. I was Monopoly. trying to think of something to say back to you, and it's just like, <laughs> I'm really not. Just kidding, guys. I'm a real good time, especially when uh, Absolutely. some are involved. Okay. Jane Topan. Yeah. We're going back almost 150 years to 1863, guys. 1863. 1863. Okay. So I apologize if things are a little weird because obviously there's not much about this murder that yeah. can be proven just because it was back in the day when, you know, people killed people and it just didn't really matter. Yeah. Well, because like no one even like talked about it or thought that was like a real option. So, yeah. Like, that was like murderer's heyday. It was. Which, I was kind of being creepy last night. I don't know why this came to my mind. But when me and Riley were driving through Park City, there was, like, this grassy field. And the first thing I said was, you could put a body there. <laughs> he just looks at me and he's like, yeah, I guess you could. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a spot. <laughs> just the thoughts in my mind. Anyways, guys. All right. We're going. We're starting. I promise. Okay. Uh, just one. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was like, Kelly. Just one more thing. We got to go. Real quick. Uh, okay. So we're starting in 1863. So Jane, at this point, was, uh, I think, about six years old. So to kind of start with that, she was raised by an alcoholic father as her mother tragically died when she was like three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, her father decided to take care or to take his daughter and drop her off at an orphanage because he just felt like he couldn't take care of her. Okay. Which was probably a solid idea because her guy or her guy, her dad <laughs> was all. actually taken into custody a, a couple of weeks later and put into a mental facility because someone walked into his shop and he was trying to sh- sew his eyelids shut. <laughs> What? So you could say that crazy runs in the family. If you wow. Know what I mean. Yeah. So okay, he was taken into what his mental facility. What the hell facility. was he seeing that he was like? Uh, that's what I'd like to know. Like, where's his side of the story? Yeah, absolutely. There that's isn't that anything on him. But creepy. he apparently saw some because he was shutting or shutting. Yeah. He was shutting his eyes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A rich family, the Topans, take Jane in. But it's your typical Cinderella story. So they didn't actually adopt her to be part of their family. They adopted her and made her cook and clean. Oh, Jesus. Isn't that so nice? Cinderella, Cinderella, It's a remix. Oh, <laughs> you're so welcome for that. Guys, this is, it's a, I'm sorry. That's all I can say. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so because of how Jane is always pushed aside and discluded from everything, she starts to get in trouble and cause ha- havoc. As a young girl, I was going to say Havoc because I spelled Havoc on my computer. And I'm that person that reads exactly what I say right (laughs) on the screen. So she's a troubled young girl. She even tries to commit suicide multiple times, but she always failed. Uh, What you could say as briefly stabilizing. So she was briefly stabilized when Mm -hmm. she was about 20 years old. She volunteered at a local medical facility and became a nurse. 
Obviously, Jane wasn't wanting to become a nurse to help those around her, but to have access to weak and vulnerable victims. <sighs> yes. Uh, Jane is fascinated by how drugs affect the body, so one of her drugs that she really likes that caught her attention is morphine. So not only was Jane fascinated by drugs, but she was also fascinated with dead bodies. She always wanted to touch them and look at them weirdly during autopsies. Okay, Jane. <laughs> Everyone has their hobbies. I guess so. Uh, Jane would experiment with these drugs on many of her patients, so she was actually later dismissed from this hospital after two of her patients mysteriously died in her care. Mm -hmm. um, over the next few years, Jane would forge documentation and would work as a private nurse for people in their homes. Uh, she worked for many families and would help care for elderly patients, but few patients seemed to survive when they were being taken care of her. One of her patients was Amelia Finney, who Jane actually administered, administered <laughs> some medications which put her into a deep slumber, but she was still conscious. No! Things are getting a little weird. Okay, so I'm like Jane, worried about Finney because this doesn't Jane sound Jane not only liked to drug her patients, but she would also like to get in bed with them. Hmm. So okay. <laughs> she drugged Amelia and then joined her in bed and decided to physically assault her while she was paralyzed. Oh, She was touching okay. her, kissing her in weird places, doing her thing. Sleeper creeper. creeper. Ew. Yes, sleeper creeper. I like it. She felt pleasure and watching her victims slowly die from being poisoned, and then would hold them until they eventually passed. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, the hand actions, too. I know. We need to record one of our I episodes. I know, because so half, half of it is just me making gestures to you. <laughs> Unfortunately for Jane, someone walked into the hospital room, and she had to fled. She had to fled, guys. So she was, like, so in she, bed with one of yeah. them and, like, got so caught. So Amelia fortunately like, survived like. the attack and was the one that got away. Oh, good. The only one. Oh, well, good for her. Because of this, Jane decides that she wants to go on and be the best known woman serial killer out there. Get it, Which Jane. at this time, there I mean, wasn't very really many though. known ones. Yeah. So Jane now decides that she doesn't want to just kill her patients, but she wants to kill people in her life that she has personal issue with. The first documented kill that w was that of her elderly landlord and his wife. She later would tell police that they were fussy and old and cranky and they just had to go. <laughs> so Jane decides to poison both of them. Soon after that, Jane decides to take her next victim. After watching her sister, who was her adopted sister, get everything she wanted for 30 years, Jane has had enough. So through mm -hmm. this time... Uh, Jane's been cleaning and cooking for them, right. and the other sister's getting everything she wants. She gets clothes, she gets jewelry, anything she wants, she gets. In the summer of 1899 in Massachusetts, Jane's sister has mysteriously fallen ill. How oh. weird. And, of course, Jane was the first to volunteer. She's like, oh, I got this. I'm a nurse, so, like, I got you. I'm so here for I'm you, I'm going to take sis. care of you. Yes. Jane decides to prolong the pain and suffering that her sister went through by slowly poisoning her. Was it like arsenic or like, do you know what they were, po she was poisoning She was with? using morphine. So she was oh. using a lot of morphine to the point where they would be paralyzed. Yeah. So that they would just sit there and she would be right. like touching them and Ugh. things. And then she was also mixing some other drugs with that yeah. as well. So that was like one thing that she loved to do was mix these drugs together and, and see, see how body, like the body yeah. would react to it. Um, so she really enjoyed watching her bot or her slow, her, her, oh, guys, she really enjoyed watching her <laughs> sister slowly pass away until she took her last breath. What does Jane do? She gets in bed with her, touches her, kisses her, 
that is your Until sister. she passes away. Sick. I don't think she cared. It was Sick. a body dying and that aroused that's, her. That's just her jam. It is. After the death of her sister, she ends up being hired on by a local family, the Davises. But Jane takes her murders a little too far this time. Jane is supposed to take care of the Davis family, but for some reason, one by one, each member of this family starts to die. Quite weird. Yeah. Um, so Mrs. Davis was the first to be killed, which seemed like heart failure when, obviously, back in the day, they didn't do autopsies, really, unless it was requested. Right. The daughter, Annie, was so distraught of her mother, mother's death that she spent a lot of time with Jane, who she offered to comfort her by giving her some morphine. She injected her with morphine, but she also injected her with other things unknown shortly after Anne passed away as well. A few days later, Alden Davis, which was the mother's father, died of a massive stroke because he had received too much medication. All that was left remaining was the daughter, Mary, but it didn't take long before Jane got to her, ended up poisoning her, and she soon passed away. So there was four people that passed away. Man. The father was still alive. So the father was like working out of the country and yeah. things like that. So he came home, found out that all four of his family members had passed away. The only thing in common, Jane was there. So while his family was dropping like flies, he decided that he was going to do an autopsy on his family members to figure out what was going on. Yeah. The autopsy confirmed that the family had been poisoned with morphine, atrophine, and other drugs. So the police now questioned Jane, and Jane decided that she would brag about what she did and confess to all the murders. She not only confessed to the murder of her sister and the Davis family, but she also confesses to a total of 31 murders. So in the time of working in the hospital Holy and all these shit. homes, she That's... had drugged, she had killed 31 people by drugs. But think about it. The people she was working on were old people yeah, that were so passing away from suspicious. like strokes or yeah. heart attacks. So she just got a little too cocky and decided to kill a whole family, which looks a little weird. Yeah. Uh, Jane obviously shows no remorse in anything she did and spends the rest of her life in a mental f facility. She ended up dying peacefully at the age of 84. Um, she is known today as one of the most dangerous nurses who ever lived, some calling her an angel of death. Yeah, not really like an angel, though. No. And it was funny because when I was reading into this, uh, after her dad had been put in a mental facility, she had two other sisters who were both also put into mental facilities. Really? So it was a crazy family. Man, that's wild. Yeah. 31? 31 people, and they think there's more, but they were, she only confessed to 31. That's insane. And it's weird because it, since it was 1863, I tried to look up the timeline of all 31 people, and they just like, all there isn't the one because yeah. it's just as she worked as a nurse so many people died but she only confessed to 31 of those people actually being because of her right so that's my lady that's crazy she Quick, i mean but deadly <laughs> <laughs> she's she did it she guys. did it and that's it how she would like lay in bed with them oh my yeah. god that was the nasty part is she would literally get aroused by these people and she would get in there and like touch them and they would just be laying there like What's going on? Sick. Yes. Sick. So. All right. Well, let me just. Drink, Kylie. Let me jump Don't into my. as much as I did. I'm going to try my best, but I'm pretty worried about it. This one's probably going to be like our most listeners. <laughs> Rated <laughs> yeah. the highest. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So my story is about a lady named Beverly Allett. Um, she is from England. She had always wanted to be a nurse. And this is like, this time frame, it takes place in the 90s. Okay. I'm like glad early it wasn't 90s. 1800s, like mine. That's all right. So, <laughs> so, 
There are a lot of medical ones back then. There though. are a lot. It's because it was easier to get away with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, this is like early, early 90s. Uh, she, Beverly had always wanted to be a nurse and kind of like bopped around from hospital to hospital. Um, the standards for being a nurse back then still weren't like the highest yeah. and like the background checks in place for job pla- uh, placement weren't very good as they are today. So some of like Beverly had bounced around from hospital to hospital and like she had done some kind of like erratic behavior but mm-hmm. because they didn't like really do like crazy background checks or like references and like stuff like that at this time like nobody really like knew about it right so yeah. she kept getting jobs um some of the erratic <laughs> behavior that she would do is she would like catheterize herself cool yeah so that's pleasurable yeah she's like let's see this i don't know how she does this but this is what they said that she tried to inflate her breasts with water okay I don't know what that, how she's doing that, but pumping some water um, in there. She would like cut her legs. She would put scorching hot water in her mouth. She would. So she liked pain. Yeah, yeah. She would excrete in other people's beds. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Yeah, when she was at the nursing home, they found she because she worked at a nursing home too, and they like found really weird stuff there too. Like there would be like feces on the grill pans just like left Which, i'm a poop on the pans today that's the first thought that hope cups in her mind today weirdo right. um and then this one's pretty gross there would be like menstrual blood like spread all around like the doors and stuff cool. and it was just like it was just weird things like yeah. that that would only happen when she was around so like this weird shit would like follow beverly as yeah. she went right so right. so she gets a job at this hospital in i think greenwich is i want to say i can't remember exactly and in the uh ward four which is the children's ward mm-hmm. um and so during an a p- time period of eight weeks there had been 26 incidents involving 13 children at the hospital that looked suspicious um, the hospital was so concerned they had, like, fumigated rooms, like, they had, like, put, like, locks on, like, every single door. Yeah. Like, they didn't know what was happening. They couldn't figure out why the spike of, like, incidents with these children were going on, right? So they ended up calling the police because they just didn't know what else to do. They were like, we've done, we've put in so many precautions and it's still happening. Yeah. Just to kind of start off talking about, like, some of the incidents that did happen with the children, um, there was this girl named, Be- little girl named Becky Phillips. She was admitted into the hospital for gastroenterology problems, mm-hmm. you know, those mm-hmm. ones. Gastroenterology. There you go. Woo! It ain't my turn, so I can Dang, talk now. girl. So. <laughs> Didn't know you was a doctor. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I did know you were a pharmacy tech, though, I am. So. so are you, and you still failed. <laughs> Bye. I'm leaving. <laughs> Um, anyway, she was having, you know, those gastro problems. <laughs> she, I can't say it. Um, and, but then she, so she got admitted for that, but then she continued to have, like, unusual symptoms and was sent to the intensive unit. And there was, like, doctors, like, kind of, ch- like, they're talking to figure out what was going wrong and, like, what medication they should administer because they just weren't sure why, how, like, how these new symptoms she was having were could be related at all, right? Mm-hmm. So they left the room and, like, two minutes later they came back in and she was dead. Hmm. So they just didn't know what happened to her. 
they thought that she ended up dying of, like, this infection. Yeah. And so her parents, she had, like, a little twin sister. And so her parents were concerned that her little sister was going to have the same issue or, like, maybe had caught the infection, too. So they wanted to, like, have her checked out. Yeah. So they brought – her name was Katie. They brought her into the hospital to be treated for this. And then – um. Beverly had been working on her case, and because she was, like, so compassionate to the family, (laughs) (laughs) we're done. This is it. Um, We're doing so good. Because she had been so great with the family, they actually named her Katie's godmother. Yeah. It's weird. Which is kind of weird at all. But, like, I guess she would have just been there for the family, like, through all of it. Katie ended up having... like suffering super bad side effects and symptoms from something that happened during the treatment and it left her permanently brain damaged and partially blind and they just didn't know something's weird something's up yeah so this leads me to one of the other children and uh he was like only like six months i think or Mm -hmm. like five months old or something like just a baby baby his name is uh, Paul Crampton. He was brought into the hospital because he had a chest infection, which I was, uh, the the thing that I was listening to about this said that that's pretty common, actually, and, like, it shouldn't be a big deal, really. Like, yeah. they get that all the time in infants. So they thought that he would just, like, go in and be released within, like, the next few days. But then one of the mornings, so he'd been there for a couple days, right? And then one of the mornings, Paul's dad comes in to, like, check on his son and one of the nurses was holding him and he looked like completely like gray and like looked clammy and like then beverly was there and she was like oh he's having a yeah he's having a hypo attack which like she means like hypoglycemic Mm -hmm. attack and so they take his yeah thank you killed it (laughs) nailed it redemption (laughs) um fuck okay you got this back um, in let's do it she's like he's having a hypo attack like yeah. take his get him some insulin or something so they take his blood sugar and like it's true so they end up getting him insulin and he's fine they were like we have no idea why that happened like that's so weird and then he ends up having two more attacks just so similar to that like hmm. he keeps having these but he's not diabetic so they're like what is going yeah, on right weird they ended up taking him to a specialist as well, like, transporting him to a different hospital. And Beverly actually, like, even escorted the mother there, like, rode with her in the ambulance because he had another attack. And she was like, oh, I'll come with you. Like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Blah, she blah, 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 blah. Paul luckily survived. Like, once oh, they good. got him to this new and the, this little baby. Because he was no longer under her care. Yeah, exactly. He is so freaking cute, too. Aww. Like, oh. <laughs> Uh, they found a huge amount of insulin in his blood, uh, almost like an entire syringe fill, Jeez. which again, doesn't make sense because he had a chest infection. He wasn't diabetic. They found this theme in several of the incidents that had happened with like these other children as well, too. Yeah. The insulin was locked in a specific fridge that only certain nurses had access to. And like it was like locked by like a specific key. And on that same key ring was a key to the dangerous drugs cabinet and like 15 other keys be like throughout the hospital beverly wasn't like at that level so she wasn't authorized to have the key but eight weeks prior to all the attacks the key had gone missing what dun 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 shocker i was gonna say did she sleep with someone to get it but that's different (laughs) so i don't think so (laughs) 
The other commonality that that was found was through the nurses' charts, and that Beverly Allett was the only nurse on the scene at every single one of the incidents. Mm, it's coming together. Yep. So the police charge her suspicion of all these murders and like the children through the like, murders and all the attacks. So the case was like really hard to prove, though, given that it was within the medical field, and yeah. like they can't really say like what like if she was the one like doing yeah, any they don't of this have stuff. Any proof of her actually doing it, right? They don't like you know they they had to like outsource with doctors too to be like, is this what would actually happen? And mm-hmm. like you know, medical fields like well anything can really happen, you know. So it was just they were trying to build this case, but it was really difficult, and so they needed a confession from Beverly, but she had like an excuse or like a reason for every single time she was there like she was like going back and forth with the interrogation like she was handling it pretty well she was released on bail because of this because they didn't have like enough to keep her evidence to keep her and because of the press like that was happening around this murder beverly couldn't stay back at her like she couldn't go back to her home because like people were like you know trying to like get to her like reporters and stuff so one of the nurses actually offered up her home in the countryside for beverly to come stay and there was a mother father teenager terrier dog who lived there and a grandmother who happened to be diabetic oh what do you know so all of a sudden once beverly moves in their dog jack was found on the lawn frothing from the mouth. Frothing? Frothing at the mouth, and he didn't make it. Uh, and then the teenager, like, also died. Oh, so. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> he, like, also, like, I actually don't know if he died, but he, like, colla- Like, Beverly offered him a drink, and there was, like, all this, like, weird white powder at the top, but, like, yeah. he's 17, so he was like, oh, I don't know, like, this is... Leave the animals alone. I know. And he, like, went into town that same day and, like, collapsed of, like, I don't know if it was a heart attack or, like, something happened. So, like, obviously Beverly just, like, can't stop, right? Yeah. Even when she's being watched. Even when she's being watched, she's out on bail. She's, like, still, like, Yeah, might might want to wait a minute, but that's okay. Yeah, so she was brought back in for questioning with, like, evidence piling up against her. They had exact timestamps and accounts for where she could have been the only one alone with Paul Crampton and when the other attacks happened. So she was charged directly for the death of four children and uh, 26 attacks on, or 13 attacks on Jeez. other children. Um, so I kind of just wanted to go through what happened. She was... Charged for the death of Liam Taylor, who was seven weeks old. Um, that was another one that he had come in for a chest infection and it was like she like put insulin in his thing. Um, Timothy Hardwick, he was 11 years old. He had cerebral palsy and was admitted to the ward after having an epileptic seizure. She murdered him as well. Same, same process. Yeah. Uh, Becky Phillips, the girl that I told you about earlier. And then Claire Peck. She was one who was having, like, an asthma attack. Alice, what she did, she, like, would, like, hold her tube, like, closed so she, like, couldn't breathe and stuff. But the way she actually ended up killing her was, like, by putting an air bubble through her IV. Hmm. I guess if, like, it goes through, it, like, causes, like, a heart attack or something. So that's how she killed her. So those are the four girl or four kids that she actually killed. And then the other people that she attacked, like... Kayla Desmond, she attacked. Paul Crampton was attacked. Bradley Gibson, Michael Davidson, Yeek Hung Chang, yep. Katie Phillips, and 
I think that's it. But Jeez. so like she would do it was like kind of across the board. So yeah, she would like hold their breathing tubes. She would like pinch them. She would like try and inject Goodness. like different like insulin or different yeah. things into their IVs. Well, like, it's different when you're a kid too because they might be like the nurse hurt me, and she could be like. Like, we were just we putting had his to. IV in and yeah. it hurt him a little bit right. or whatever. So yeah. she could definitely cover that up. Absolutely. Um, she never gave a confession, but there was no doubt in anyone's mind that she, like, wasn't the it one was that her. did yeah. it. So the jury convicted her. And then she also got diagnosed with Munchausen by proxy. Mm. So because of that, she ends up going to, like, this hospital to live, like, out her sentencing. Yeah. Um, she only got sentenced for 30 years and is eligible for parole in 2021. Jeez. Yeah. What the heck? She I killed know. people. I know. Isn't that so wild? Well, I'm glad, she, I got, I'm glad you had your murder altogether, because mine oh, was did a I? hot mess. Did I? That... I mean, yours made a lot Yikes. more sense than mine. <laughs> you at least had the people who she murdered. I'm like, I don't know, there was 31 people, but... <laughs> I don't know their names. Oh, well, yeah, that's her. She's crazy. Yeah, she is. And, like, um... Makes you scared to take your kid to the doctor, too. It really does. It makes me scared of, like... They're gonna be like, the nurse hurt me. I'm gonna be like, bish. You did? What you you do? Yeah, yeah. Now we're gonna be all paranoid. We're gonna be paranoid about everything. Well, and, like, lots of people didn't, like... People, like, argued about her Munchausen by proxy if it was, like, real or not. You know what I mean? Because it's, like... You kind of see that she has Munchausen's a little bit with, like, how she was, like, cutting her legs. Yeah. And, like, doing that weird stuff to herself, Still not an excuse. No, no, no. But, like, it's, like, did she really have it? Like, how is she eligible for parole that quickly regardless? Like, so weird. Well, guys. That's her. I'm never going to the doctor again. (laughs) <laughs> nope. I should be clear. I'm never getting surgery ever, except when I have to and I'm forced to. <laughs> well, do now it. you're in your late twenties, so yeah, I'm gonna. Oh. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> no, Kylie, be positive. Thirty, flirty, and thriving. Exactly, guys. <laughs> we're still gonna have a podcast then too mm-hmm. when we're thirty, flirty, and thriving. Absolutely, with children crying in the background <laughs> that won't be going to doctors anytime soon. But definitely not nurses named Jane or Beverly. Nope. Sorry, episode 11 was a rough one. We're going to go get Kylie some more coffee, guys. <laughs> Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Friends, Two Murders. Go follow us on Instagram at Two Friends, Two Murders podcast. Episodes are available on both Apple Podcast and Buzzsprout. Don't forget to go leave us a review and share the episode with your friends. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us via Instagram or email us at twofriendstwomurderspodcast at gmail.com.